Disclaimer. In this story, we will be discussing the sexual assault and murder of a young girl. This chapter may be triggering for some listeners. This will be the only warning, so please do not listen if you are sensitive to this topic. Yeah, no, this one's horrifying. You know, for the disclaimer, it's easy just to say, like, you know, this is the murder and assault of a young girl. But in reality, there is necrophilia. There is um, murder of this young girl who had her whole life ahead of her. Um, and it was all taken away from her, from her cousin. So it's pretty, it's pretty messed up. So if this isn't the type of episode for you, we totally get it. This is your chance to click off. And I do think I am relatively familiar with this one just by your description just now. I'm not 100% sure, but I think I have, um, I think I'm... It's starting to ring some bells. Yeah. Yeah, because at first you said you didn't know, and then I was like, there's no way she doesn't fucking... She must know something somewhere. I think. I think so. I mean, it's an ongoing case. This crime is heartbreaking and very disturbing. It's ongoing. Ongoing. Okay, maybe I don't know. Trial, at least. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe I don't know. Okay. So, as stated, there are minors involved. And this is the story of the murder and rape of 10-year-old fourth grader Lily Peters. Um, On April 24th, Lily Peters was reported missing by her father, Alex Peters, after she failed to return home from a visit to her aunt's house. She was reported missing that night. Lily's house and her aunt's house were pretty close together, like close, Um, even faster, like as of a of a track because Lily liked to ride her bike. Okay. Lily typically took the fastest route, I would assume, to her aunt's house, but when she went missing, it was soon found that she had taken an alternate route through a bush-slash-forest trail that was, like, well-known to the kids. It wasn't, like, a long one. It's not like she had to go all the way through forest. It was, like, like one second you're on the street, there's a little patch of bushes, you go through a little trail, and you come out, and it takes two minutes to bike through. Okay. Very short. Um, so, so it was very obvious that she would be familiar with the trail. So when she was kind of like, so when she was tricked to go into the trail, she thought nothing of it. It was just the trail that she knew of, you know? Okay. So like your normal route. Yeah. Like it's not the fastest way, but she wouldn't, she wouldn't think anything weird about it either because... You know, that's the way that you would take to explore. Okay. Um, so, who got her into the trail? Let's get into it. Lily left her aunt's house after their visit. When her father didn't hear from her, he reported her missing Sunday night at 9 p.m., which again, April 24th. On Monday morning at 8.54 a.m., the body of Lily Peters was found in the woodland close to the biking slash walking trail in Chippewa Falls, I believe is how that's pronounced, um, northeast of Eau Claire, Wisconsin. 
Lily, who lived less than half a mile from her aunt's home, was discovered lying a little ways off the bike trail. Locals said that they did see her often cycling down this path. So again, she was comfortable with the path. Right. The investigation began and shortly after a boy was arrested. This boy's name was Carson Peters Berger. Those last names, one's his uh, bio dad, one's his bio mom. Right. Peters being the cousin, obviously. Interesting. Carson was the son of Lily's aunt, meaning he was Lily's cousin. Lily's father was the brother of Carson's mother. Blood cousins. Okay. Okay. Allegedly, Carson's sister told their grandmother that he had told her about the attack on Lily. She also allegedly said that he talked about it before he had actually acted out his sick fantasy. So some people even think that perhaps he had done something to his little sister or something like that as well. Yeah. Like, why did he feel comfortable bragging? Right. About that to her. And to me, that says that he felt like he had power over her. Um, And how old was this boy? At the time of the crime, 14. Hmm. Baby photos of him. He looks pretty normal. Happy, happy little boy. And then, like the most recent photo of him, his eyes are just dead and he has that look to him. So I'm thinking of Aiden Fucci. I bring that up. How I do. his behavior after it could be his immaturity and his adolescence that made him okay with bragging. Do you know what I'm saying? Just like Aiden Fuji. There's more to this one. Okay. So according to the unsealed criminal complaint, the boy told police that he and Lily were on the trail. She was biking and he was on a hoverboard. At some point, he convinced Lily to explore the woods with him and they left the trail. Carson admitted to punching Lily in the stomach. When Lily fell down, he grabbed a stick and began hitting her in the head. He struck her in the head three times with a big with a big stick. He then strangled her until he believed she was dead. And this is like his words to police. She was dead. But he said, I strangled her until I thought she was dead. Hmm. He stated that she was on her back when he did so he then took off her clothes from the waist down and sexually assaulted and raped her the criminal complaint in regards to the homicide of lily peters stated that the first degree sexual assault carson committed caused great bodily harm to lily lily's father alex went looking for her the night he reported her missing he went out at 11 p.m and found her bike So near the trail. That next morning, apparently someone who knew her and was out looking for her discovered her body. I pray it wasn't her father, but some people believe so. But yeah. in the in the document, it confirms that it's the father who found the bike, but it doesn't confirm who found her body. Just those details. That's somebody who knew her and was looking for her. That is sad. Yeah. I think it could have been her dad, which makes sense if she wasn't too far off the trail. Yeah, and that would be the person who was like probably like looking the hardest. Yeah. 
I would assume. If he found her bike, I think he would have ventured into the woods. And he didn't do so right away. And maybe it was too dark when he found her bike and went back out in the morning. Exactly. Speculation, but that's still... And police probably, like, took control of it a bit. Um, Not letting him stay out there all night looking or something like that. Um, When investigators arrived, they immediately noticed the blunt force trauma to Lily's head. And were horrified to see that she was naked from the waist down. A forensic autopsy was conducted on April 26th by Dr. Mills. Dr. Mills stated that she found bite marks on the left buttocks of the victim. There was anal tearing and biological evidence found consistent with a sexual assault. She also noted the blunt force trauma to the left side of Lily's face. Carson told the police that he had planned to rape and kill his cousin before he even left the house with her. He stated that he remembered biting Lily, but didn't remember where. He also said that he ended up getting scared, stopped his assault, and went home to shower and change. When Carson heard that Lily was reported missing and people were looking for her, he went back as he determined that he needed to hide her better. He drug her a few feet and covered her with leaves. Carson remains in custody at this time on a $1 million bond. He faces charges of first-degree intentional homicide, first-degree sexual assault, first-degree sexual assault of a child under age 13, with resulting great bodily harm. He is being kept at the Northwest Regional Juvenile Detention Center in Wisconsin. Court has been in session this month as his lawyers have filed a reverse waiver. Do Um, we know what a reverse waiver is? The re- the reversed waiver hearing happened actually just last week, so like wow. it's still going on. Um, and he is 15 years old now, so this means like his li- lawyers still want the case to be moved away from like an adult hearing and back into juvenile court. Um, as murder obviously goes right to adult court because they don't have procedures in place for child murderers right as much he as he should, should be tried as an, an adult. adult he should be charged his grandma, and tried as an adult his grandma which would have been lily's grandma as well yeah. doesn't want him to be tried as an adult she said things such as like jail isn't what he needs he said like ugh, it gets it gets crazy i'm giving the recap now just because there's so much thing like so much more to talk about So that hearing will decide whether his case gets moved to juvenile court or not. They are saying the judge will make his ruling around January of 2024. So we have some waiting to do on that. Do I remember reading about what I thought was this case? But honestly, the one that I read about, I thought it was over and done and the kid was in jail. So I'm going to and I think it was a lot longer ago than just like a couple of years. So I'm going to have to revisit what I thought it was. Hard for me to swallow that there were two 14-ish-year-old boys who raped and murdered their much younger female cousin. I'll look into it. Yeah. There's a lot of these cases coming out. Like crazy. These these kids getting wild, dude. Like I wonder if it like skipped a couple generations, like these crazy murderers and like now they're trying to come back right now like because like it's they're they're doing it young Mm -hmm. 
the Slender Man fucking kids? Girls, boys, it's not choosing fucking just one gender. It's just attacking. And parents killing their kids is rampant right now. It is hard. I know. And it's like, what the fuck? What is going on right now? It's nuts. The last episode that I did about a parent killing their child, because I did two more while you were away, and the last one just... It got to me. It just bothered me to the point where I had to say, you know what, I'm going to take a break from from covering these particular stories for a while because mm-hmm. it, I was starting to get sensitized to it, not desensitized, but it started yeah. to really weigh on you. Bother for sure. Me. Yeah, no, the whole time you were talking about Taylor business, like I was just sitting there with like my eyebrows like down trying to comprehend like what the fuck is going on yeah she put the foot where <laughs> like what like why yeah what, what, like what was she going for there something that we need to dive into though on this one is carson's family and the past i think this is what kind of separates the whole carson versus aiden Fucci kind of similarities although obviously aiden didn't um sexually assault her that we know of. his victim but i think they would have released that in court wouldn't they have? for sure if there was evidence of it but yeah we're like we don't know if he like looked or like did something else for sure which is also bad if that did happen but this is this is just on a different level i'd say like aiden he had aggression but it appeared that he didn't have um that sexual drive to harm something to get him physically excited Mm. whereas this kid gives off that vibe and i think that it's because of his past and his history here so getting into it uh carson's father is adam berger adam berger is a convicted criminal he spent only three years in jail after being caught with images of young girls on his phone. This gets fucking weird. <laughs> like, you know, weird shit. When I was like reading, I was like, I couldn't like fully understand it. So I had to go into like the crime docs because the way that everybody else explained it, I was like, what are you talking about? He superimposed like that on. And like, I was like, I was so confused. So I had to go in, I had to read all the court documents. And then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I figured it out though. So, according to the charging documents for Adam Berger, 10 pornographic photos showing very young girls in spread-legged positions were found on his phone. Some of them had been doctored to include comments such as, quote, first in your little girl's asshole and then in your mouth, mom. (laughs) Like, it's fucked. Wow. Yeah. Some of the pictures showed Berger's own face was superimposed on them. So... That's how a lot of people were stating it, like superimposed or like so, photoshopping himself into the picture. Yes, but then I was a little confused because I read some other things as well until I finally put the pieces together through the court documents and it's very bothersome. At first I thought maybe it meant like that it was a like a FaceTime screenshot, like I was worried like oh my god, did he FaceTime somebody like mm-hmm. that and his photo was there because you know, how FaceTime works. Um, that's not it. But 
I'll get into that in a second. Other pictures showed semi-dressed children with one of them in a green feather boa and black high heels and another in a pink tutu skirt. Court papers said that all the pictures focused on the children's genitalia. Berger also had drug paraphernalia, including four crack pipes in his home. So he, he's fucked. He remains on supervised probation and is on the sex offender registry. So he spent mm. three years, but he's like in a halfway house right now. Isn't that crazy? It's ridiculous. It's so crazy. And I'll get into like the photos a little bit more after. It's fucking... Ugh. So he and his uh, lawyers had opposed extended probation because he would not have had unsupervised visits with his son, uh, who he described in a letter as being the best of me. And I've got to say, like, he, it very much seems like he was almost like obsessed with having unsupervised visits. And it's like, do you not realize how sus that is, sir? With his son. Yeah. So with Carson. Other letters filed in support of his bid to regain unsupervised contact with his son describe an unhappy child who never smiled and looked miserable in the company of his mother, Laurie Davis. So those those statements like submitted as well were, were from like um Adam's mom, Carson's grandmother, um, a lady named like I think Mary. Like obviously people from Adam's life who was there just to try and make his life easier on him even though he was this sick twisted fuck like I can't even imagine like supporting anybody in my family if they did shit like that you'd be dead to me um when Adam was sent to jail in May 2018 apparently Carson's life was shattered that's according to his grandmother who actually I believe is named Mary the friend i can't remember the name but she was like bitching about the mom and stuff too just of course uh his grandmother said quote carson has not been very happy with his father being gone it's like okay the grandmother and whom i believe is a friend of the grandmother have called down carson's mom they claim she's a bad mother and accuse Lori of trying to limit his contact with adam's family and friends even if she was doing that i don't blame her Sounds like a good mom to me. Keeping them away from these twisted people who make excuses for their kids and grandkids. That's right. Right? Like, like you're not the victims here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're you're keeping him away from us. It's like, um, it sounds like he should have been kept away from you guys more. Yeah. Because you already more. raised one predator. Yeah. And now look at what's happening. Like, are you kidding me? Um, but yeah, no. So the grandmother said or at least in the past, has said things along the lines of jail isn't going to help Carson. So, like, that to me, it's like, like, okay, so he should get off with therapy for raping and killing his cousin? Who who is also your granddaughter? Like, Like, do you just give no fucks? Like, I know, it's crazy. Like, are you joking? He premeditated a murder and rape. He raped a dead body. There's something wrong that he was related to. Blood related. So wrong. Sick and twisted. Unbelievable. Makes my head hurt. Right? As much as I don't really want to go into this very deeply, um, I can't help but think about how odd it is that, you know, a 14-year-old 
boy assaulted Lily in the way that he did. Anally. It's weird. Yeah. So I want to read the letter Adam wrote to the courts asking for unsupervised visits with Carson. Shar, I'm interested if you notice some parallels in this man with another twisted individual from our past. Just the way he talks and stuff. Quote, I am writing this letter for my son Carson. I am asking that unsupervised contact be permitted. I have 50% placement and custody. Carson is 12 now and will be 13 upon my release. My son and I have always been close. His mother and I split apart when Carson was about two years old. I found myself raising this little boy and I had no idea what I was doing. It was tough at first. One stumbled a bit, but I learned to balance working at the hospital and teaching karate around having Carson 50% of each week. I've always been in contact with his teachers. We would go through his backpack doing all homework and his required reading. We love to fish, hike, go to movies, and play video games together. We have always done everything together. He's a great worker and loves to help around the house. We work hard and play even harder. After I was sentenced, my mother was granted grandparents' rights. She gets Carson one weekend a month, and while Carson is with her, I get to speak to him on the phone several times that weekend. We talk about school, friends, movies, and video games. I make him laugh almost as much as he makes me laugh. The rest of the month, when he is with his mother, we email each other every day. He writes me about his day and about school and asks me to write about funny stories from when he was little. He draws me pictures and makes cards for me on the holidays, and I send him paintings and drawings. I've also learned how to crochet and made him a six-foot-by-six-foot blanket for his bed. I always let him know that I'm thinking of him and that we still have a future together. Carson is my number one priority. I had two years after my arrest before I was sentenced. I was ordered to have a chaperone present while I had Carson. I had him every weekend and Wednesdays. Nick, Nick Mahoney, Katie Weathers, and my mother, Mary Chaperone. Those are the three that have been calling down the mom. Thanks to them, I never willingly missed a day with Carson. It was and would be a hardship to go through supervised visits again, and I think more of one for Carson, especially now that he is a teenager. I understand the reason for the court-imposed condition as far as protecting society and allowing my supervising agent to monitor contact with minors. The wording of the condition might create the impression that I can have contact with other minors with agent approval, but that I may not have contact with my son unless I have a chaperone. Since my son is not a victim of my offense, and since I have not committed a child sexual assault, this condition could be more narrowly more narrowly tailored so that it doesn't end up being such a hardship on my son. Oh, yes, right? Like, hardship on my son. I have a couple of theories I'm working on uh, for that one, but... Very manipulative. That's what it is, right? Like, it reminds me of... You know what I mean? Like, like Just but even the relationship... Enough. I'm sure that Carson thinks that way, too. You know what I mean? Like, his... I'm sure they're not lying when they say that Carson is miserable 
um, when he's not with like that side of the family and that, you know, he idolizes his father and they're so close. They're best friends and looks up to him so much and he just wants to be around his dad. And it's literally, it's a sign of abuse. And the way he writes, I I do all the homework and we read together and we do this together. We go to the movies together and we play games together. And he writes me pictures and draws for me. And it's literally ringing bells. And I mean, when you're talking about a child, 13, 14 years old, they don't know what's best for them. And sometimes parents need to be making decisions based on what's best for them rather than what the kid wants, no matter how bad they want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, like, I, honestly, if she, the mom had fought maybe harder in this case for the father to have less jurisdiction on his son, perhaps his son wouldn't have done what he did. Like, Possibly. But, I feel like before this dad went to jail, the damage was done. Mm -hmm. I personally think this is not confirmed or even speculated as far as I'm concerned. This is simply my own theory and my own speculation. I think that his father likely raped him. Mm. And I believe that like down to like my soul. And I think that has to do with, why Carson, a 13-year-old boy, 13, 14-year-old boy, who is probably, like, getting interested in, like, sex and, like, normal stuff, would veer off already, like, into, like, like, molesting her anally. Like, that, to me, is just crazy. Unless that's all he knows. Unless that's all he knows, or if it or experienced is what I'm wasn't to. um which I know I'm probably <laughs> wrong here but it kids are kids right so if it wasn't sexually motivated he wouldn't he wouldn't be looking for penetration for sexual excitement instead of you know pain yeah this is a 14 15 year old kid who is like and they're they are well into their hormonal stage by then. They're well into wanting to see boobs and stuff by then. I that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. he would, you would think that he like. It's horrible to think about, but to me, it comes into why do people do what they do? Is he a psychopath? Maybe it's possible. Why though? Was it specifically his cousin? Yeah. And then also, why did he do it that way? And to me, I just feel like that means that he has some kind of trauma. Or I have another theory. Maybe his dad didn't do that. But my other theory is that all of Adam's court documents, the things that I have read, are all available online. And this is a 14-year-old. We know how to use the internet. If he read the description of these photos, like I'm going to read for everybody in a second here, perhaps that's what made him want to do that. Creepy. Idolization of the wrong person. (sighs) Fucking hate people. I'm just saying. 
So I'll read the court documents now that explain the photos found on Adam's device. Um, again, there's 10 photos, but I'm only going to read the description of two, I believe. Um, so this first one. This is a color GIF image displaying the unclothed body of a late prepubescent girl who is lying upon her left side with her legs spread, exposing her vagina. A facial image of a late prepubescent or early pubescent girl has been superimposed over the face of the new child. The child has no visible breast development and no visible uh, pubic hair. Uh, this to me means he either wanted a specific child's face on the child's body or the face of the child wasn't childlike enough for him so he found one he wanted like like it's like he couldn't i don't know that's weird the nude body of an adult male with an erect penis has been superimposed onto the left side of the image so that the adult male's erect penis is located in close proximity to the child's vagina. A facial image of Adam T. Berger with his mouth open appears superimposed over the face. My stomach actually feels sick. I fucking hate this. Wow. With his, <clears throat> with his mouth open appears superimposed over the face of the nude adult. Oh, God. Over the face of the nude adult male. The face of an adult woman is superimposed onto the image so that the adult woman's mouth appears to be in contact with the adult male's erect penis. So near the child's lower part. Um, and then that is where the yellow text appears that I read before. Um, which is, quote, First in your little girl's asshole, then in your mouth, mom. So he took the time to clip that photo together. Mm -hmm. What a sick fuck. Unbelievable. But again, so if his, this is about Carson. I'm just wondering if he read that and then that's what drove him to do what he did. Um, another photo. This is a color JPEG image of a nude prepubescent girl's body posed on her back upon a beach with her legs extended in the air and spread the girl's unclothed breasts buttocks and vagina are clearly visible in the photo the girl displays no breast development again and no visible pubic hair a facial image of a another young girl has been superimposed over the face of the new child so again just editing photos to his liking i guess i don't know i'm like getting quieter because it's just so disturbing um <clears throat> so again where i wanted to go with this is just that it's obviously not a coincidence that his son turned out evil right mm -hmm. like is it truly in that family's blood or is it it's nature versus mental... nurture all over again and uh like I can't stress enough that it's a mixture of both in every case. So you have to have the predisposition to be able to commit those kinds of crimes. However, if you're raised in a good, strongly moral, you know, caring, supportive family, I don't know that even if you had a predisposition 
that you would veer off that way. You have to be exposed to the behavior and taught about violence and aggression and the rest of it to even realize that you have a predisposition to commit. Yeah, and like a part of me even wonders, like, maybe there's so many dogs barking in this neighborhood right now, so if listeners can hear that, I'm so sorry. But another part of me wonders if, like, maybe the photos, those photos were on, like, a device or something at his grandma's, mm-hmm. and maybe he actually seen the photos. Okay. Like, maybe that got him into some, like, weird, like, porn and stuff. And I don't know that an adolescent brain would differentiate age. Do you know what I'm saying? When they're looking at pornography, um, pornography is meant to arouse people. So you don't, do you know what I'm saying? I think nude, nudity, sex acts, those types of things would arouse a 14 year old boy no matter the age of who's in those photos i agree just the the i think shock value Mm -hmm. just alone just the fact that the photos were that's of that nature anyway it still doesn't um it still doesn't explain away the murdering part the raping we can probably trace it back to um his own abuse <clears throat> but i think that it's a mixture of aiden Ducci with trauma i think that his intent and drive to kill was there his interest his um these these psychopaths at first kind of have just like that curiosity yep And then I think probably whether it be through his dad only getting three years and perhaps whatever, if he did something to his sister, I'm thinking maybe he felt like Aiden Fucci, a little invincible to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And if he had been abused or witnessed um, young girls in his family being abused, would bolster his confidence and his kind of desire to partake in that kind of behavior Mm -hmm. establishing dominance type thing making people scared of him i mean you never know and hopefully that hopefully he's being evaluated by mental health i'm not saying that anything about his trial or what he should plead or anything like that but no he should in my opinion just be in jail for the rest of his life. Definitely. Like, with no chance of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but because he's so young, he will get... Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's but, you know, like, like just going back to the fact that, like, Adam wants unsupervised visits. Like, what is so wrong with having... Like, it's not like he has to sit there with the mom or That's a right. government person. Like, just sit there with your own mom, mm-hmm. his grandmother... And visit that way. Invite her to go to the movies with you guys. I just don't see the issue with that. Unless like there's some kind of like. Ulterior like motive. Like do you want to have a private conversation with him? Perhaps coach him. Perhaps something happened. They would write lots of letters and stuff back and forth apparently. Have lots of conversations. Um, 
Letters, I think, would be monitored, though. I th- I agree, but maybe they're just not smart enough to not... Or, but what I'm wondering is maybe the dad was noticing things in the letters that Carson was sending to the dad, not vice versa. Like, maybe Carson was talking about his interests and, like, maybe his dad was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, maybe his dad is... <sighs> dare I say, the lesser of two evils. Maybe he noticed something and he was like, okay, not only is this guy going down the same path as me, he's saying some crazy shit right now. Maybe. And maybe he wanted to talk to him. Pictures. Yeah, maybe he just wanted to talk to him and be like, you gotta stop this. Like, this isn't what I want for you. You, Do you want to be in prison? Who knows? It could be a million things. I'm just saying. Like, right now, like, I'm only saying that because I already went through the theories of, like, perhaps Adam raped his son. So, it's only fair to say, also, perhaps he didn't and noticed, though, that he had some evil streaks going on that he himself has. So, he identified. None of that's confirmed. Just theorizing. Uh, And, like, I think my biggest part with it truly is is that, like, you hear about grown men who fantasize about butt stuff, but, like, a 14-year-old boy, Mm -hmm. to me, it just, like, doesn't make sense. Like, I don't think that at that point you get into that, but I don't know. I guess I wouldn't know, but to me it seems weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless his intention through the attack was just to cause as much bodily harm as possible possible but again he could have if it wasn't sexually motivated he could have grabbed anything he wanted and whatever so like to me it was definitely Mm -hmm. at like at some level sexually motivated yeah um so again it makes me think of aiden fucci he's fucked for sure uh sick and twisted individual but even he didn't sexually assault his victim yeah uh, he wasn't related to her or anything. Um, maybe he wanted to murder his victim through fascination with knives. Is kind of how my brain goes. Like, how do these kids end up going, okay, I'm going to murder. What brings them into it? To me, Aiden was obsessed with knives. So then my mind goes, okay, that's what got him into it. He wanted to stab someone. So what? what brought Carson's brain into that murder mm-hmm. um those two teens those two teens and i think bc that we talked about a little while back they got into bdsm porn they were older teenagers though mm-hmm. something always like seems to bring people into it yeah yeah unless it really does come from nowhere but i don't think so i don't think so either unless they're brought into it like the ones in bc there were a pair Right? And yeah. you start exploring different topics. They egged each other on. Right? They're pushing the boundaries with each other constantly, whereas Carson and seemingly Aiden. came up with all this shit on his own. Yeah. Unless he was exposed to it, which is highly unlikely. And the caption to the photo just happened to be about the girl's butt. Like, I just don't think it's a coincidence. Yeah. Um, I mean... Send Adam to jail for life. Like, three years is disgusting. Mm -hmm. And now that his son has committed this, they should look into him even more. And just the fact that Carson committed this, his dad should have to go back to prison for forever. Like, like, in my opinion, it's fucking horrible. 
send Carson to the to jail for like five years and then send him to the fucking chair for all I care. Like mm-hmm. let him be an adult sure. And then honestly, there's no there's no room for that level of evil on well, this planet. He's so young he'll be his sentence will be reevaluated after twenty five years automatically revisited. Well you know what I have my my take on it is a little it's a hard take. But I think like just reading the things I did about Lily and the fact that like she did nothing wrong at all. Mm -hmm. She wanted to go visit her aunt's house. She was supposed to be with somebody fully safe. Her older cousin Mm -hmm. was like going with her probably like taking her home, walking her home. Mm -hmm. And she had no chance. No chance at all. That's so sad. It is unbelievably sad. And then to have like the other side of her family defend a monster as if she didn't have enough trauma in like real like in her living life now they disrespect her honestly in the afterlife by doing that hold him accountable fully honestly that's that's the only well it's, there's no way it could be a psychosis or anything like that especially if he brought it up to his sister no absolutely but i think maybe his sister was also exposed in mm-hmm. some way mm-hmm. making it okay for carson to feel comfortable discussing something like that to his sister yeah for sure like i wouldn't doubt it at all and the fact that he like openly kind of like admitted once the police started asking him questions like exactly what he did the fact that he went home showered yeah. put his clothes in the laundry had time to feel remorse and everything like that and still decided to go back out and when he heard that people were looking for her he didn't think oh my god i feel bad he thought oh fuck i better hide that body better mm-hmm. and dragged her further in and covered her with leaves that's a monster i don't like him man i don't like him at all sick and twisted <laughs> Unbelievable. But honestly, that's it for that one because we're going to have to wait at least until January to even know if he's going to be tried as an adult or not, which I really don't see him being tried as anything other than an adult. You know, we've seen we've seen younger do less, I feel, and still be tried as an adult. Yeah. So I don't think that there's any uh, No, he'll be tried chance. as an adult for sure. But the grandmother and all those people, those adults that are on the burgers side, they um I believe that they've like asked for his um case to be moved down to juvenile. So they're not holding him accountable enough. And some of it can be we've already lost Lily. That is what they say. Don't make us hurt more by losing him. And it's like, um, honestly, your life should be better from losing somebody who just murdered. That's the way I look at it. I'm a Capricorn. I'm, I'm cut and dry. But honestly, her mom is obviously not trying to get him in juvenile court. 
right? His mom? Her mom. Lily's mom? Yeah. There's not a lot on Lily's mom. It's more so Lily's dad, because Lily's dad is the brother of Carson's mom. Right. And Carson's mom is the mom that was talked about more. Lori. But, I mean... Needless to say, we'll keep uh, we'll keep the chapter bookmarked, and we will update everybody once we once we know what's going to happen. Crazy. Sorry for traumatizing everybody, but thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram at True Crime Story Podcast, where the discussion can continue. If you wish to contact us, you may do so via email at truecrimestorypod at gmail.com or in Facebook Messenger. Remember to send in your podcast episodes, case suggestions, or requests, um, and join our Patreon for bonus content. You can also donate to the show by going to buymeacoffee.com. There's a link in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. I'm free. And I'm Char. And we'll see you on the next chapter. Bye. Bye.